Welcome back to Me'afel Eliora, the sheer series in which we derive chizik from the Parsha Shavuah, spreading the light of Torah during these dark times. And here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, this week's Parsha is Parsha Vayishlach, and we also have the rare opportunity to celebrate Shabbos Chanukah with Parsha Vayishlach, which again is a rare occurrence because normally Shabbos Chanukah coincides with Parsha Miketz, but today we get to look at Parsha Vayishlach through the lenses of Chanukah, as does Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, in one of his several pieces in Sichas Musar for Parshas Vayeshev, he has one piece that is dedicated to Parshas Vayeshev and to Chanukah. And in his piece for Chanukah and Parshas Vayeshev, he asks a most basic question, really the question of the Gemara in Shabbos, my Chanukah, what is Chanukah? And as Rashi explains, what is the miracle for which Chanukah was instituted as a holiday for generations? And the Gemara answers very simply, it was the Nes Pach Shemen, the miracle of the jar of oil. We know that after the Melchama, that Klai Yisrael, the Chashmanayim, the Maccabim, that they fought against the Ivanim, the Syrian Greek Hellenists, Misiavnim, who tried to make them assimilate and tried to make them forget their Torah. After the Melchama, when they went back into the Heichal, which they found was completely contaminated, impurified, and violated um, by the Greeks, there was no more pure olive oil except for one jar that they found with the seal of the Kohen Gadol. And because they found that one, that one jar, they were able to light the menorah. But of course, there was only enough for one night, one day. And we know the miracle was such that it ended up lasting for eight days. And asks Rav Chanshmalevitz another most basic question. Do you really mean to tell me that the entire holiday of Hanukkah was only instituted because of the miracle of the jar of oil? What is the significance of that miracle? If you would ask, what is the main miracle of the day? We would say it's not just the survival of Kalal Yisrael, because of course they were being threatened. If they would not assimilate, then their lives were on the line. And the fact that the Torah was not forgotten, Mipizarov, right, that the Torah was not forgotten from Kalal Yisrael, that we were able to uphold the Torah to win the Melchama, the Ruchniyastikah Melchama, and the Gashmiyastikah Melchama, we would have argued that that is the thing that we are celebrating. In fact, if not for that victory, there would not have been a Kalal Yisrael, there would not be a Torah to uphold. So, certainly, we would say that the main miracle is the miracle that is described in Al-Hanisim, the miracle of the Melchama. No mention at all of, of the Nespach Shemen. And you know, there are many incredible stories coming out of Eretz Yisrael, stories of Nisim in this war in Gaza. And one of the incredible stories that you might have heard is the story of the tuna can, where, of course, in the IDF, they... Um, don't have the luxury of eating the delicious banquets that we get to eat. So they have this almost inedible tuna, which has to be smoked in order for them to be able to eat it. And when one of the soldiers was lighting the fire to smoke his can of tuna, and his fellow soldiers told him, hey, you better get rid of that because with all our ammunition here, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow up. So he throws the can of tuna, and of course an explosion happens in a distance, where right then and there, after the explosion, they see a white flag coming up and, a, and, and several Palestinian terrorists carrying the white flag of, of a forfeit, for they thought that they had been found, they had been discovered, preparing to ambush our soldiers. Little did they know that we knew nothing about their, their hiding there in ambush. It was the tuna can that found them. When Be'ezras Hashem, we win the Milchama tomorrow. What would be the reason for a celebration if we were to institute a holiday? Would we institute a holiday because of the can of tuna? Or would we institute a holiday because we won the Milchama? That we obliterated the evil that is Hamas Yimach Shemam I could not envision that we would institute a holiday 
in which we remember the miracle of a tuna can, and everyone has the minhag of eating tuna, specifically smoked tuna to get the mitzvah. It's definitely a beautiful miracle. It's definitely helpful that it happens, no doubt. But would that be the basis of celebration? Why do we need that particular example if overwhelmingly we know that the miracle that we need is the actual victory over the evil that is Hamas? And Rav Chaim Shalavitz takes the question a step further when he gets to the Parshas Vayeshev, where Rashi tells us something interesting about what the Chumash tells us, when Yosef is being carried off in the carriage by the Ishmaelim, he had just been kidnapped by his brothers, he's now being sold into slavery, and he's on the wagon, and the Chumash tells us that the camels were carrying different kinds of spices and perfumes, different, uh, you know, lotus and balsam and besamim. And the question simply is, who cares? Why do we need to know what the camels were carrying? And Rashi tells us, that this is the matan schar, the schar that Hashem has reserved for tzaddikim. Yosef should not have to smell something unpleasant. He should not have to smell the pitch and tar that normally the Arab caravans would carry. The Arab merchants, same thing that they would normally carry, and most people at the time, they knew how bad it smelled. And Yosef, the moment that he's expecting to smell something bad, now he's going to smell something good. And the question is, what in the world is this supposed to help? Yosef does not know if he's ever going to see his father again. He has just been kidnapped. He doesn't know if he's ever going to be able to have a ruchni, a stick of life, or in Gashmias, if he's ever going to be the same. He's about to be a slave. Maybe he's going to be murdered. He has no idea. Why in the world is a caravan full of perfumes supposed to make things better? And says Rav Chai the answer to all of these things is that these little miracles are the ones that shows that even in the time of darkness, this mamish is the light. It is a haras panim. It's Hashem smiling at us. It's Hashem blowing us a kiss saying, I know you're feeling down now. Things are dark right now. But just realize that I am still with you. Yes, Yosef is on his way to his darkest gullus. But he knows when he smells that perfume and he remembers, oh my gosh, this is unusual. That means that Hashem is still with me. And I can do this. I can handle this. I can get through this. Yes, the best part of the Milchama is the victory in the Milchama. But all the Nisim, all the stories that you're hearing, even the stories about a mundane smoked can of tuna, that reminds us that even when things are dark, we're at the darkest gullus, but Hashem is still there. And the same is true for the miracle of Hanukkah, the Nis Pach Shemen. Says Rav Chaim Shemalevitz, the military victory was something that we would coin as Hechrech, it was necessary, it had to happen, of course there would be no Hanukkah without that miracle. But it was the miracle of the Nisbach Shemen that showed the Ahava of Hashem. That's a miracle that he said is, is Moser, it is extra. A miracle that Hashem did not have to give us. Hashem could have rejected our mitzvah of lighting the menorah. Because at the end of the day, if you can't do a mitzvah, you can't do a mitzvah. Sometimes Hashem makes it rain, he says, I don't want you in the sukkah right now. And yeah, it doesn't feel very good when Hashem kicks us out of the sukkah, but sometimes Hashem has to do that. He could save our lives, spare our lives, and maybe also spare us the opportunity to do a mitzvah, because maybe we weren't so deserving. But Hashem shows us His ava, He shows us His love, with the Nes Hashem and saying, I not only are you going to win this Melchama, but I'm going to do little miracles, I'm going to blow that divine kiss to you to show you that I'm still here, and I want to embrace you and embrace your mitzvah. Hashem shows us the light, Mamish of the Hanukkah candles, of the Ner Hanukkah, of the menorah. It could be in the form of a jar of oil. It could be in the form of perfumes. It could be in the form of a tuna can. But the point is that we have to look for these Nisim, realize that Hashem is behind the small Nisim. He's behind the greater Nisim. And we should be able to sing Al Hanisim.
with that appreciation, with that understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for us, and be able to see the light in this dark time. This year is dedicated to the Nishmas Nimrasi Chai Rachel Bas David Aleha HaShalom, whose first yard site just passed. And it's also uh, should be dedicated as a schus for the entire Matzav in Eretz Yisrael and in Gaza, that all of the hostages should be safely returned. And with Rafua Shlema, anyone else wounded should have Rafua Shlema from Knesset Yisrael. Anyone who has fallen from this, in this Mochama from Knesset Yisrael, their Nesham should have an Aliyah, and Hashem should take Nechama for their Dam. Their loved ones should experience Nechama. And HaKash Baruch Hu should grant Nitzachon and Hatzlacha to, um, to the IDF, to Tzahal, in this particular milchama, and Hashem should send Geula to all of Klai's Shabbim Hayyabi Amenu. If you enjoy the share and others like it on the podcast, you want to partner up with the sponsorship of questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group where you can find links for every uploaded share, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data base, B E I S at gmail.com. Have a wonderful Shabbos Hanukkah, and thank you for joining us here at the database.